Hello, and welcome to the Real Life Real Talk podcast. I am your host, William Carr. Our conversation today will stem from a previous podcast entitled The Elephant in the Room. In an earlier podcast, I defined mental health as the elephant in the room. Since that podcast, I have added to the list more elephants that are due and honorable mention. Leading the list of additions are mass psychosis and totalitarianism. We are hearing more events on the news about crimes being committed and are being related to mental illness, mental behaviors, and mental disorders. Even in the courtrooms, lawyers are using mental illness as a viable defense. If mental health is the culprit now, what can we attribute the reasons for behavioral issues in the past. If mental health was known to be part of the problem, why did we not expose the problem and bring the issue to the table instead of making the elephant in the room the scapegoat? If we continue along this path, we will add insults to injury. This is not a way to resolve issues. Come, let us reason together and define the issues at hand. The expression the elephant in the room is a metaphorical idiom in English for an important or enormous topic, question, or controversial issue. This is obvious or that everyone knows about, but no one mentions or want to discuss because it makes them uncomfortable and is personally, socially, or politically embarrassing, controversial, inflammatory, or dangerous. The metaphorical elephant represents an obvious problem or demanding situation that people do not want to talk about. The elephant in the room is based on the idea or thought that something as conspicuous as an elephant can appear to be overlooked in social interactions. The elephant is an ubiquitous and recognizable figure in culture. It is universally held in high esteem and is often a symbol of strength, intelligence, and power. In the Bible, the elephant is a powerful symbol that reflects divine power and judgment, as well as a reminder of the importance of careful conduct. God's representation of himself as an elephant also serves as a reminder to humanity to follow the Lord's instructions and live a righteous life. An elephant serves as a reminder of God's ultimate power and protection and symbolizes that he is always in control and that can intervene as he see fit. There's another problem that is arising concerning the elephant in the room. It is becoming the scapegoat for many of the issues of unfairness and doing what is right. The definition for scapegoat is a person or thing that is blamed for something bad that someone else has done. It has affected our educational systems, our law enforcement systems, our judicial systems, our governmental systems, our political system, our economic system, and more importantly, our perspective and trust of these systems are causing us to doubt the real nature of these systems and other systems. We are trying to alleviate any conversation about resolving issues. 
we are moving from resolutions to outright blaming everybody for our thoughts and actions. The purpose of the scapegoat is to pass responsibility onto someone else. Usually, this person is unsuspecting at first and agrees because they are trying to have a good relationship with others. This technique of shifting responsibility is quite common with narcissists, sociopaths, and addicts. Narcissists cannot allow their ego to be tarnished by an error. Sociopaths do it for the sport of it, and addicts do it because accepting fault is one area of their life means being accountable in another. Scapegoat has a fascinating history. Today, the word is used to refer to one who is wrongly blamed for something, but is originated with an actual goat. The Jewish and Christian scriptures, God ordained a particular day during which the entire nation of Israel would set aside work and doing what the priests would atone for the sins of the whole nation. Among the rituals prescribed was the scapegoat. The scapegoat carried the sins of the people away with it, thereby cleansing Israel for another year. Scapegoating is the psychological and social process of assigning blame to others for one's own difficulties. Often those others are involved only peripherally in the problems at hand or indeed are not involved at all. Commonly, the accusers perceive them as weak, defenseless, or otherwise socially vulnerable. For that reason, it is easy to make them bear the burden, take the fall, or become the sacrificial lamb. The term scapegoat stems from this concept of one person or animal absorbing the mistakes of others. The scapegoat has not done anything wrong, rather they are the fall person for those who have done wrong. The first human scapegoats were mostly convicts or other outcasts. They often were herded together and forced to march down the street imbued with the sins of the rebel. They then were forced out of town and stoned to death. Scapegoating allowed humans to point the finger at others instead of accepting the consequences of their actions. These targets usually are outsiders, a person or group who can be readily dehumanized, and they come in all stripes, political, religious, artistic, and sporting. According to mentalhealth.gov, mental health issues are common. The symptoms can escalate to the level of a disorder. If these symptoms are severe and long-lasting, they can affect the way we function. Mental disorders are medical issues that should be diagnosed by a medical professional or licensed practitioner. Here are examples of common mental health issues. Anxiety disorder, behavior disorder, eating disorders, substance use disorders, personality disorders, obsessive compulsive disorder. Other issues are mood disorders, psychotic disorders, suicidal behavior, trauma, and stress-related disorders. These common disorders are treatable and can have a positive outcome 
if diagnosed earlier. On the other hand, mass psychosis and totalitarianism differ from the general list. They are uncommon and not recognized as mental behavioral concerns. The treatment or remedies are different as well. I have placed them with other elephants in the room because no one wants to talk about them as well. Mass psychosis is defined as an epidemic of madness and it occurs when a larger portion of society loses touch with reality and descends into delusion. What causes mass psychosis? What drives an individual mad? Exaggerated news, fear, psychogenic, and a flood of negative emotions. Leaders are using terms such as fake news and witch hunt to increase the fears of those they want to influence. Panic and psychotic insights are used to influence the masses. The influence becomes like blind puppets on a string. They have no real power or perception. Gustav Le Bon states, and quote, unquote, the masses have never thirsted after truth. They turn aside from evidence that is not to their taste, preferring to defy error if error seduces them. Whoever can supply them with illusions is easily their master. Whoever attempts to destroy their illusion is always their victim. Totalitarianism. Totalitarian leaders see himself as God. He sees himself as having more power. He sees himself as the ruler and he sees those under him are the ones that are rude and are disposable. This attempted transformation only turns sound minds into sick minds. These factors are contributing to the already detrimental problems of mental health. Totalitarian rulers make rules to whom they want to keep in fear, prohibiting him human rights, riches, power, and more. Power and total control are the objectives of the totalitarian leader. Mental health can be described as social well-being, psychological well-being, emotional well-being. How we act, how we think, and how we feel helps to control the way we manage stress, make choices, and relate to others. Our mental health is important from the cradle to the grave. Mental health or mental well-being from a positive perspective will include the following. Realize your full potential, work productivity, coping with stress, and making meaningful contribution to your community. The problems of mental health can affect everyone when it becomes an illness or a behavior disorder. It could be you or someone you know, or it could be someone you do not know. We are all affected in diverse ways. The real problem with mental health issues is we do not want to acknowledge the problems, which create more problems because no one wants to talk about the elephant in the room. One of the solutions for mental health problems, mental illness, mental behavior, mental disorder, or mental issues is to talk about it. There are four ways we can the anxiety of the elephant in the room and keep them from becoming the scapegoat. One, focus on positive attributes of life. Encourage others 
to focus on Christ and biblical teaching. Embrace and bring it out and not ignore it. Examine it closely. And four, pray and let the Creator show the best way to meet a challenge. Encouraging each other to follow the biblical teaching of Christ. Everything else is less challenging by contrast. Thanks for listening to my podcast. If you like the podcast, please share it with family and friends. If you'd like to be notified about new episodes, go to my website, https colon slash slash wc2277.podbean.com and click on follow. This podcast is a product of the Real Life Ministry, Inc., a nonprofit organization. If you have comments or observations about the podcast, you can send them to one real life ministries at gmail.com. Until the next time, consider the information that was given today and see if there are any practical applications for your life. And remember to keep it real.